welcome to this Milwaukee Admirals podcast with Charlie Larson. I'm Aaron Sims. And Friday, April 1st, April Fool's Day, 2022. Uh, the Admirals were home, by the way, and beat Chicago in a very emotional, fun game. 4-1 was the final may, score. May, yeah, maybe my favorite game of the year. Probably. I agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, physical play and lots of uh, fan interaction with the players. Right. And, and things Emotion, like, that. Yeah. like you said. It was great. It was great. But it's also the 10th anniversary of one of the more popular incidents in Admiral's history, at least in the last 15, 20 years. For sure. And that's uh, the bench-clearing brawl that the team had against Rockford at the Bradley Center on a Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, just like we played on <laughs> April 3rd. On April 3rd. That was as far from a bench-clearing brawl yeah. as we would have had as we get. But. So Sunday afternoon, uh, April 1st, 2012, the Admiral's taking on Rockford at the BMO Harris Bradley Center. Um, we all know Rob Flick. Uh, if you're an Admirals fan, he's kind of been painted in Admirals lore as Pub- the ultimate bad right. guy. Public enemy number one, uh, almost. And uh, over the last couple of years since we started this podcast, Charlie, we've had the chance to talk with so many people who were part of that day, part of that game. And um, that isn't the full story. No, it's not the full story. Not, not, e- not even close. Uh, but it, it's it's always great to get people's perspective right. on it, and they everyone's is different a little bit, and you have a different perspective from your seat than I had from my seat, and it you know it's something that we talk about all the time, and it was a, and a, as it was a unifying factor for this team, yeah. At the, and it was a, this was a big game too at the time yeah. for us for for the Admirals to uh, to be playing Rockford. The Admirals lost in that game, by the way, two to one in, in overtime a, or sh- in overtime a shootout, or shootout. I believe in a shootout. Um, but th- there were four players on each side ejected from the game. The two head coaches were ejected from the game. All of them, I think, had subsequent one-game suspensions right. as well. Um, so there was there was a lot of activity. I've get, I, I, I will tell my story again about about my vantage point. But I I don't know that I've ever heard yours necessarily. Which, that, which is a shock. That's a shock, given how much I talk. <laughs> that you haven't heard this, but I was actually uh dr mark wickman is an admiral's uh one of the admiral's doctors and he asked can you show some kids some inner city uh disadvantaged youth uh can you just give them a quick tour of the locker room i said no problem we'll just do it during uh in the middle of the second period and uh meet me here and we'll go in there it'll be a piece of cake well we're in we're in there right now uh, and all of a sudden in the locker room all of a sudden chris steerwalt comes flying in the locker room he's the assistant assistant equipment equipment manager to dave randolph and he's he's like you know, I can't even, I don't remember what he said. And I ran out, and all of a sudden I see everybody on the ice. Mm-hmm. Everyone is going. I see guys piling over the boards, the last few guys going over the boards. And I see Michael Latta uh, running around out there without a jersey on. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh, we got to get these kids out of here, right? Yeah. There's there's a dozen kids in our locker room. And what happens if, the, you know, if Latta comes flying in here, uh, that won't be good. So we... I said, I don't know what I said to Dr. Wickman, something like, we got to get these kids out of here. There's a bench cleric ball or something. And his eyes got really big because he's probably thinking to himself, what does I he have, have to, to do? I might have yeah. to do something yeah. here. And uh, so we hustled him out of the locker room. And as it, as it turned out, I didn't need to hustle him that quickly because no one came in there. I stood and watched the rest of it from the bench. And uh, things get sorted out. I, I watched... Uh, uh, the Ian Herbers and the uh, what's his name uh, Ted, Ted Dent, Ted Dent uh, <laughs> almost get into it and uh, it, it was it was it was crazy yeah. it was nuts yeah yeah I've told mine many times I was in the booth and I was getting a drink of water and looking at the commercials that I had to read it was a media break and there right. was sixty seconds off and 
uh, I looked up and oh my gosh, here Rob Flick is attacking Jeremy Smith. Right. That's that's the part I walk in on, right? Yeah. So always, and uh, as is always the case in hockey, you see the retaliation. You don't necessarily see the beginning foul. Yeah. Um, one could say that. Jeremy Smith retaliated to the harassment of Rob Flick, right. uh, however you want to put it, but the phys- physical part of the altercation, as you'll hear in the, these accounts that are coming up, uh, started with the former Admirals goaltender Jeremy Smith, who was a, a member of the Chinese Olympic team this, right. past, uh, right. this past winter. But as I looked up, I'm like, oh boy, and I got going. And it's like you said, it's a Sunday afternoon. And you're just thinking it's going to be a day where you just got to put in your time and go home. You know, right. do, do as best you can, but not much is going to happen. You're going to go home, and, and that'll be that. You know, you'll be home by 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, have dinner with your family, <laughs> and go to bed. Yeah. And, uh, and that wasn't the case. Business picked up, and I'm, I'm not terribly proud of, of the way I handled that call. I, I think I did, I, I did okay. Uh, there was so much going on, and I got so excited, obviously, because it's an exciting thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, it was something. And a, a few years later, um, a, a party involved in that uh, told me uh, we had words I- at a game, and uh, he told me that I was making stuff up, and he totally lost all respect for me. Yeah, which is the, the stupidest and, thing ever. And, 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 and we, we've still seen each other over the last seven years, and... Um, I don't know how you walk that back. <laughs> we've been cordial yeah. ever since then. Uh, we've shaken hands. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, when you throw that out there. That's, that's, a, that's a big that's matzo a, ball, that's too. Not huh? a, that's not a great label to, to throw out, whether it's for the person who received it or whether the person who robbed it. Yeah. And uh, so, so, yeah, obviously things changed drastically in in that relationship honestly i don't care too much but yeah right but um you know that uh i i i think he's completely wrong and he, for sure and he thinks i'm completely wrong and and that's fine everybody has their own truth uh but i wanted to throw that out there because it's too good not to not throw to in as part of the after effects of this, of and, this and this came three years later right which it, is that's the that's the craziest thing three years it took later three that, years for us to get this out there came out that this he, is boiling and festering yeah yeah so i i always enjoyed that so explain what we have today Charlie. so we've yeah we've got uh, we just went through all these old podcasts um with so many guys on that team with jeremy smith obviously is, is the most important yeah. one because he started it yeah um, or some might say Rob Flick started it, or some might even say Ted Dent started it. Yeah. Um, but or Chris Mueller being the first one over the wall. Or, right, right. Uh, but we have Chris Mueller, uh, Mark Van Gilder, uh, Jeremy Smith, obviously, Stan Drulia, who's yeah. got a very interesting perspective. <laughs> yes, he did. Because he's standing next to Ian Herbers, who was an enormous, who was, he still is, an enormous individual. Yeah. And uh, that was interesting. And uh, so it, it's w- similar to what we did with the Calder Cup uh, remembrances from a few years ago when we took these individual uh, uh, comments and uh, and just as it pertains to April 1st, 2012, which I have been trying to call the April Fool's Day Massacre for many years. It hasn't really caught on, but I'm going to keep doing it. I think it has. I, I'm okay with it because I refer to it as that every single Okay, so there you go. Yeah, I got yeah, one, yeah, one, yeah, no, one, one partial convert. convert. Yeah, one convert there. I will, I will say that. Um, yeah, uh, all in all, it's a day that, uh, well, just the old line from Roosevelt, right? It's a day that we're living in infamy. infamy. I know. Right? It, it, it is. is. It, maybe not even infamy, though, because it's like, 
like it, it's it's popular it's galvanizing and it it's something that everybody who was a part of it remembers yeah. uh, that year one of my interns was Nicole Sedevi and now who you now know because she hosts game hosts for the Admirals for the Brewers yeah uh, bad you know Badger men's hockey all over the place and we were just talking the other day about it. I said that this we were going to do this, and she, since she gives me her memory from that day, and everyone has their own version of yeah. what they saw and how they experienced it. Yeah. That's so cool. And when you joined in on the conversation, yes. so to speak, when you saw everything right. happen. Right, because to your point, it was a break. Yeah. It yeah. was a TV timeout. The cameras don't show what really, like how it really no, started. No, no. As a matter of fact, Mike Murray, who was the vice president of the uh, of hockey operations for the AHL, reached so out to me. Disciplinary guy. Yeah. He reaches out to me and says, "Give me all the video you got." Well, believe me, I wasn't searching too hard. Yeah. But I think he was looking to see if Jeremy Smith you who know, started, what, it, who started yeah. it, and everything showed that Rob Flick had. But we didn't really have much video because it was all it was on the. Uh, here's a here's a game going on in the corner. Here's some fans dancing. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. The clip you see on YouTube is really what we had. But again, I wasn't looking too hard because I didn't want. I think Rob Flick got six games, maybe. Six games, maybe ten games. We'd have to look that up. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't come prepared with that, and I'm sorry for that. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Mike, Mike Peck was the broadcaster at the time, and now he's a big shot with the Ice Hogs. And <laughs> I remember Mike. He'll love that you said that. He'll love that I, you said Mike, Mike is one of the most wonderful human beings you could ever meet. And when it was all done, he looked at me, and he's smiling. And he puts up both of his fists, <laughs> and I and I hammer the glass, and we're laughing at each other. It was it was something else, right? Because we both have to. Mike's an excitable guy. Yes, for sure. Uh, I was certainly excitable, and, and am. Um, so we had fun with it, and then but then you then you come down, and then and, and, I mean, you have to come down. Yeah, and, for sure. And, and get back to the get back to the game because there was the intermission. They right. took the intermission early there. Yeah, uh, yeah. To sort everything out and. Um, yeah, it was quite a day. It was quite a day. So without further ado, unless you have anything else. No, no, I, I, n- nothing else. It hasn't happened since. No, it has not. And, th- and that's, that's the wild thing. It, 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 that's, that's the only one that I can think of. There have been a couple of occasions, like teams standing at the red line, staring each other yes. down in Chicago before the game. Before the game did uh, happen. No yeah. referees were out and all of that. But no, uh, nothing, nothing like this incident with Rockford. So. Right. We've had goalie fights, plenty of goalie yeah. fights, which are rare. Yeah. Um, but never had a, had never haven't had a bench clear. The next year, though, or was it previous? Th- I think it was the next year that Rockford and Grand Rapids had another they one. Did. That they was did. more vicious. This one was a bench clearing brawl, but it wasn't ultimately like <coughs> too bad. No, no, not it did it did not have Tristan Grant dribbling heads off of yeah, off the ice. Like <laughs> right, current like referee. That was the current referee of the. Uh, it was Kyle. It was oh, that Kyle was Kyle. Beach. Beach. I thought Cody. that was Cody. No, it was Kyle. Oh, okay, it was Kyle. Yeah. Um, so anyway, again, without further ado. Uh, we relive through the players' eyes, through the coaches' eyes, the people who were there at the Bradley Center on that day, the April Fool's Day Massacre from 2012. With former Admirals goaltender Jeremy Smith. I don't know what happened. I don't know if their coach said something to them, but like I would do the same warm-up routine, stretch at the red line, same thing, and I don't talk to anybody because I'm like, on the ice I'm a pretty, you know what I mean, like, I'm not gonna, I don't have anything to say, so I'm not really going to talk to you. I remember at least 10 guys coming over to me in my ear, just yelling, screaming at me. And I was like, what's going on? Like, it was just weird. Yeah. And like first period, I remember it was close, maybe one, nothing, zero, zero. I forget. But I remember like after every save, I would cover it. Like there would be a guy like in my ear and like the D would have to like 
escort the guy all the way to the bench because these guys were not leaving me alone. And so it was the second period mm-hmm. and it was a timeout. And I went to the bench to get a drink and I'm coming back to the far end. And I see Rob Flick jump off their bench and start following me. And I'm like, there's no way this guy's going to follow me all the way back. to I'm waiting for him to say something like scream at me and then turn around. And he comes all like, I, I see him in the reflection in the glass and I can see, and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. He gets to me and he says something and I turn around, I drop the water bottle, I have my blocker on and I hit this guy as hard as I can. <laughs> as hard as I can. I hit him right between the nose. Wham. And he was just stunned. And he's like, you know, like, someone punching in the face you don't know what to do and he's like sitting there and i hit him again and he's still standing i'm like 160 pounds at the time <laughs> i am just hitting this guy with and he's a he's their fighter right like he's right. 200 and something pounds he's he a tough eats guy my yeah. first yeah eats my first fist eats my second one and then he he drops them and i got my gloves on and so he's hitting me like i'm trying to like get my gloves off shaking them off they right. finally get off. I grab a hold of him. Him and I are like swinging and we're like moving into the corner. And before you know it, there's Mueller. Uh, who hey, Brody, else? Du- Brody, Brody DuPont. DuPont was the second in. And like, it, I'm so glad that they like that, that those Mueller and DuPont, that those guys saw it first because they were at the far end. Like they were the far right. bench. Yeah. Right. Second period. Right. <clears throat> Right, and so Flick and right, I. But, and but you're right. Even on the far side of the bench, they wouldn't have been at center ice because right, because the, they're, they're forwards. Yeah, right. You're exactly right. right. They were the furthest right. possible. So, so they're the furthest possible. Mules, Mules must have saw it, and so he was watching the whole time. And as soon as we grabbed, Mules must have win. And so I remember Mules came in, flying elbow, <laughs> hammers Flick. I played with Flick two years later. We still laugh about it today. We get along great. Um, and so Mules comes in, flying elbow, and then. The whole it, it felt like I don't know if you've ever been to a beach where you get hit with a wave and then you like stand up and you like can barely open your eyes and the next and wave hits one. you. Yeah. Yes. And so that was it. Like Flick and I are fighting and Mules comes in and then like I like look up and all you see is like baby blue, black and red just coming at you. And it just was like boom. And it hit and like gloves, elbows, fists are flying. I remember being on, like, I'm hitting Flick, Flick's turtle because he's got four guys on him. There was four baby blue sweaters before right. there was one Rockford. For sure. And so, so he hit me at least 10 times before I could get my gloves off. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, here's payback. Mules is, I'm on one side, Mules is on the other. And um, it was just mayhem. You know what I mean? Like guys yelling, screaming, guys trying to get to me. I remember there was two or three guys that got to me and two or three of our guys pulled them off me. And like me and mules are on the bottom of the pile. Hutton comes in, is screaming at me, tugging at the back of my chest protector, like not even hitting me. He's just like, Smitty, stop hitting him. So I turn around, Hutton and I look at each other and he's like, just stop. And I'm like, all right, all right. So I stop. And um, I remember Latta came out of the box with no jersey. No elbow. <laughs> I don't even, he, he just was skating around, just hitting random guys. <laughs> just, just whoever, 
whoever was like had their hands tied, he was just popping them. Um, Blummer's dancing at center ice doing a slow dance with somebody. I forget Brian, who. Brian Fahey. Brian Fahey. <laughs> yeah, Fahey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, oh my God, the dust settles for just a second. The dust settles, right? Guys are finally like, there's still guys wrestling, like holding each other to the ground. My, my, my hands are bleeding and I'm like, oh man, like I got to go see if this is bad. So I go to the bench and uh, Ags is there. Doug Agnew, love him. Great. One of the greatest trainers. He's sitting there and he's laughing. He's like, Smitty, what happened? What would you do? And so he's like, like putting uh padding on my elbow, trying to, or my uh, uh, knuckles. And while I'm doing this, her, was it Herbie at yeah. the time? Yeah. I, Herbie. Don't, I don't know who was the coach of Rockford. I have no Ted, idea. Ted Dent. Ted Dent. So they start yelling at each other. I'm front row to this. And my head, my head's going back and forth. <laughs> and, and, and there was, I don't know if it was one pane of glass, Herbie, who has hands like a gorilla, <laughs> starts reaching for him. And this guy, like he was coming at Herbie too. And I was like, oh, here we go. And then as soon as Herbie reached around the glass, he was back. Like his assistant coaches were pulling him away. Herbie's trying to get at him. And then, like, both teams come to the red line. There's, like, another scuffle. Oh, man. Like, just mayhem in Milwaukee. He's a former Admiral Center, Michael Latta. I still, to this day, like, gets messages from me that. And, you know, just, you know, people, like, I go on a new team and, like, uh, the Google, you know, YouTube, me, you see my fights and stuff. That always pops up. They're like, what the, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? Well, I I just remember I just fought I just fought uh, Lalonde Sean Lalonde. Yeah. And, uh, I'd gone to the box. And it was funny looking back because I ended up playing for Rockford. Right. Um, for, yeah. And uh, I knew some of the guys on the team. Looking back on, on that, and I guess their coach Ted Denton was like, "Go get the goalie or something," because I I think I gave it to Lalonde pretty good. And uh, they want to get some. Of my, I don't know what happened, but I remember just being in the box and and uh, my my elbow pad was all tangled up in my shirt. So I took my shirt off to get sorted out. And then next thing you know, it was just a, Rob Flickers attacking the goalie. And I'm like, holy folks, <laughs> get back out there and have some more fun. <laughs> so that, but I was kind of late, so I couldn't really get anyone. Ever, at that time, I was kind of pushing. And we were lucky. They had some of the big dogs that were kind of sitting on the bench. Bullock wasn't playing. I think they had Brookbank wasn't in the lineup. So it could have been a lot worse, I think, if uh, well, or it could have been a lot more fun anyway for me. I didn't, <laughs> you know, I second time, I just remember standing up, pal, screaming at Flick, "I'm gonna get you!" And he pointed at me there. That was pretty funny. Uh, I mean, we've got some great pictures from that, but it looks like you're just out there, like it's almost like you're a wild man, right? You don't have a shirt on. Well, I, was just, I was already fired up from the fight previous, about, right? Like, who yeah, wants some of this? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that was a good time for sure. That was that was probably. One of the funnest moments in my uh, career there. Just wow. And it was, I think I, I would have been, that was a rookie year for me. Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was like just welcome to the AHL. You know, you're just like, oh, it's <laughs> 12, but nothing like, uh, nothing like that in juniors anyway. So that was fun. I mean, no, I, well, I tell you what, I don't, we didn't see that in this league. I mean, that's the only, I think still the only time we really have seen anything like that. Right. Which is amazing. Have you, have you been involved in anything such as since then? Uh, uh, we got a couple of line brawls, but nothing, uh, 
nothing like that where yeah. you're trying to murder each other. The players are. I, I always think about it. how did that ever uh, that game get finished? We lost two to one in a shootout. In a shootout, oh, yeah. Like, a bunch of guys get kicked out, or just me? Or yeah, it was no. it was like twelve on twelve with the backup oh, goalies. Yeah. Coaches, <laughs> yeah. The head cool. coaches, the head coaches got kicked out. The uh, yeah, it was it was uh it was bare bones at the end of that thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I because that's so funny to watch on YouTube. And you're like, you know, there's a sponsor on the screen, and then, oh, <laughs> Rob Flick's got a hold of the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could go back and do it over because my main issue, like I was just trying to, I was, for me, I'm just saying as I see it, right? I'm not really thinking. I'm not, you know, it's just, this is what's happening. What's happening. And I'm, and I'm trying to keep opinion out as best I can. I'm just trying to report. Right. And then to hear all these years later that it was Smitty who actually popped Rob Flick and that got the whole thing going. Right. I didn't know that. Never, yeah. no, really, yeah, never yeah. knew that. And it, but, but what you said, Smitty, Jeremy Smith said that uh, that it was their deal that they were going to get in his head that game. So yeah. every every whistle, every freeze, everything, they were on him. An extra hack, a chop on the arm, whatever it was, they were constantly on him. So then during that break, and it happened to be a media timeout, yeah. you're in the penalty box, and Rob Flick skates down in his way, and Smitty says he saw his reflection. In the, gla- in the, in the glass, because he's getting he's getting a little drink of water. <laughs> and he said he turned around and hit him as hard as he possibly could. And he said he didn't drop. And he thought, oh, boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. Well, the Admiral's all-time games played leader, uh, Mark Van Gilder. Oh, yeah, exactly. There's guys coming out of the penalty box. There's a pile. There's, it was absolute chaos. And I, I think we had, like, oh, man, we had a, a very quick response to that. That uh, <laughs> that exchange at our at, uh, with by Jeremy Smith. So there is like a pile of our guys on top of their guys. So now you're just trying to find someone that's trying to get one of your guys from behind and say just grab them by the by the arms so nobody gets suckered in the back of the head. That was that was crazy. I just remember that- my favorite part of that was Michael Latta cruising around. <laughs> he had no elbow pads on, no jersey, no helmet or gloves because he just he just. He just came out of the box. He just had a five-minute major for fighting. And he's cruising around. I've never seen him skate so fast out of the box. <laughs> he's, he's looking for anyone. He's grabbing one guy. Oh, not good enough. Went to the next guy. Went to the next guy. That, yeah, that right. Was, like he lifts his head up, and it's like, oh, this guy's dead. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, we don't want him. Let me give him another guy. Yeah. Oh, this guy's not tough enough. Uh, pass my, hey, Van, you grab this guy. Uh, I got. I'll go over. It was crazy. That was nuts. I don't think, and I, I, I'm of the belief, and because I, and basically it's because I didn't see it. It was during a commercial break, uh, during a media timeout, and uh, I always thought, okay, Rob Flick went after Jeremy Smith, and then to hear the stories soon thereafter that it was Smitty seeing the reflection of Rob Flick, and he turned around and popped him one. I mean that, like I that <laughs> never that never occurred to me. Doug Agnew said he saw it all the way. Did you see that all the way? I didn't see that, but I have I got some inside information years later on this whole event. We'll leave names out of it, but <laughs> I heard somebody was told to get in our goalie's head, and he maybe took it the wrong way, and he said, "Okay, I'll I'll go right now and do it." <laughs> I don't know yeah. what what he was thinking. <laughs> uh, the TV timeout is a good time to get in the goalie's head. Um, I think he was supposed to do it during play. Maybe get in front of them, screen them. I don't know, something yeah. like that. But slap them in the knees a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. that's not that's not how he took it. So I think uh, <laughs> he must have said something. 
that's, that's great. That's great. I didn't hear that. If you part know of Jeremy it. Smith, yeah. If you know Jeremy Smith, he might not. Have, he didn't really need to say much to, no. <laughs> to get him to get Smitty going. Former Admirals assistant coach, now a scout with the Nashville Predators, Stan Drulich. I remember Ian Herbert just manhandling me. <laughs> um, because it happened during the second period. Right, so right. So I would be standing next to their Closer bench, to, uh, defensive, to, to Rockford. The defenseman side. Right by yeah. Rockford's bench. And uh, when things happened, uh, Teddy Dent said something to one of our guys, and I was reaching around to grab Teddy Dent. And all of a sudden, I got the big hook by, <laughs> by Herbie. <laughs> he just threw me out of the way. Oh, he's just Frankenstein. Oh, my God. If he was reaching for Teddy Dent, like – if he would have got him, it could have been. It would have been a whole different story. So, uh, I'm glad he got to him and not me. But yeah, right. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, it was interesting. Did you realize how it started? Oh yeah. At the time, were I you wa- Were you paying attention? Yeah. So you were. Wa- you watched Smitty. You watched uh, Rob Flick. Smitty pop him one. Yeah. And I watched Flick the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was, was a little. B- yeah. Because we always thought we've always had Rob Flick is the bad guy, mm. and. He may have been. He certainly played a part. Right. But we didn't but realize it was that Jeremy it was Smith who uh, Jer- Jeremy Smith who had had enough and wow. pushed back. Right. That's the that's he, he had the tendency to pop off every once in a while. Smitty. Smitty did. did. Yes. Yes. Smitty. Yeah. Yes. Intense vocal. dude. It's well. It's Scott Valentine joining us now uh, from from Germany. Oh, and then you the know, other one I remember, not because it was anything I did, but I think everyone everyone remembers it that was on the team was the I, I don't know was it. Well, it might have been our second year, but the 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 team the bench clearing brawl with Rockford. Yeah, the, um, I, I call it the uh, April Fool's Day massacre. I'm not sure anybody else has ever called it that, but I'm trying to start a campaign to call it that. Yeah, that was uh, that's like one of those hockey memories you'll kind of have forever, right? Because that's like that old school hockey moment that when you tell you know, these younger players or your kids or whatever, they're like, no way. Like everyone <laughs> just skated off the ice and just, yeah, oh yeah. Like, so anyway, I, I remember that Chris, one too. Chris, Chris Mueller, Chris Mueller told us that was the fastest he's ever skated his entire life. His entire career was going from the bench to the corner. So give us your, what do you remember from that fight? April 1st, 2012, by the way, which Val, Val, it was your rookie season near the end of your rookie season. Yeah. So I don't, uh, I I missed the first part. And like, this is just from obviously what I was talking about afterwards, but I guess Flicker, Rob Flick was going down towards our goalie, Jeremy Smith, right? And, uh, and he was kind of trying to get in his head or say this or say that. And I guess Smitty like said, he just kind of, thought he was coming after him so he turned around and just threw a punch at him and then all of a sudden like saw him in the glass yeah the two of them are kind of going at it and like no one really saw it It was a tv timeout or something right it was was. yes yeah so all of a sudden like four or five guys hop off the bench and you just see like a goalie and a player kind of going at it and like neil said like so many guys skated in so fast into that that we had like four or five guys in there just like couple guys throwing shots at flicker couple guys pulling them off and then the other guys just turned around and were like okay well like we'll just wait for the next That's guys to come in right we, we built like this barrier around them right you're like boxing them out yeah which probably wasn't ideal for flicker because he might have taken a couple extra punches but oh yeah um, for sure he and, did. Then, and then uh, remember mike latta was in the box <laughs> he came out with a penalty box with no jersey <laughs> no shirt on underneath his shoulder pads right just straight savage yeah uh, i was like 
And uh, yeah, that was that was an all time moment for sure. That, is it, it when when everything cools down and and a bunch of people were ejected, the uh, the coaches were ejected. Um, is it right after the game? Is it funny? Is oh, is it well, is it humorous? Like you guys laugh about it, or are you like those sons of? We're gonna. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but like. We, you know, not that we were struggling, but we were, it's not like we were really. You were, yeah. The playoffs, fight. you needed to fight for the playoffs. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then we had this, you know, team melee, which was sort of galvanized us in a sense. And all of a sudden we went on this like 18 and two tear to end the year and like got into playoffs and all this stuff. And like, we just kind of used it to, to sort of bring us all together. Cause it was, like you said, you can laugh about it. Like we're in the room after we're like laughing. We're like, oh, do you see so-and-so? Do you see so-and-so? Like, <laughs> this guy was doing this, this guy was doing this. And, you know, so you're just almost in, enjoying like that camaraderie and that battle together and all this stuff. Like it was just, it was hilarious. And I remember Jeff Foss was on the team and he, he was holding on to a guy while we're out there. Right. Cause you know, there were only a couple of like actual fights going on. It was a lot yeah, of, right, yeah. a lot of just grab a guy. That's and Mark, Mark Van, Mark Van Gilder said he found the guy he knew and they just yeah. talked. Yeah. So, and I remember Jeff Foss had a guy and we're like, Foster, give it to him, give it to him. And he's like, no, no, like he didn't like, you know, <laughs> being respectful Jeff Foss that he is. So then we're in the room after, cause they kicked us all off the ice. There's like three minutes left before the intermission or whatever. It was. Yeah. Like, get in the room. We'll sort this out. And then they came in and they're reading off the penalties. And it was like, yeah, this guy's out, this guy's out. And Jeff Foss match penalty you're suspended. And he's like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> The joke was like, Hosser, you should have just given him the business, man. Like, if you're getting, yeah, like, right. I think you get worth it. A couple games for it too. Like, he's like, I didn't even do anything. Oh, that's so funny. Well, <laughs> Jeff Foss almost got Corey Conacher killed uh, a couple of years before, so I'm yeah. sure you've probably heard that story. Roommate of the year, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hi, he's former Admiral Star Chris Mueller. Chris, great to talk to you. Great to see you. How's everything going? Uh, yeah, I didn't, get, I didn't get a penalty. I didn't get suspended. I. <laughs> I was, I remember that was probably the fastest I've ever skated <laughs> and I was the first one in on flick. And if you, you can't see it, but like the whole melee formed and then Smitty and flick were going at it. And I was just on top of flick, like, and no one was able to get at me. So I had free reign on him. Not that I did a ton of damage to him because I wasn't, <laughs> fighter, but I remember like no one touched me for like three four minutes of that whole thing and it was like a bubble um yeah i remember i threw like a flying elbow at him and then it was, a, it was awesome and i remember you know lada out of the box with no with no shirt on yeah just looking, just looking at someone to grab like he's looking at everyone and Cody Pont and yeah uh, no that game was it, it was Did, that's an all-time when game. when you when you leave the bench when you jump over the boards what's in your mind or is it is it so quick that you don't you're just and, reacting? And, and, and why did you jump over the bench did you see it start yeah. or i just yeah. i don't know i i saw him and smitty going at it and i you know you don't when you know it's, it's like an unwritten ruler right you can't touch yeah, you it. Don't go i don't know why i jumped the bench and just beelined it but uh and it seems to answer your question like now i think about there's no way i'm fighting you kidding me like <laughs> my hand will turn to dust or my shoulder. <laughs> but like then I, you just, a screw goes loose. You don't have time to think. And yeah. 
you know, luckily I didn't get hit. I was doing the soft punching to the back of his head that didn't really do anything to him, but no, you don't think. And, and um, it was fun. That was, uh, you know, looking back, you're almost happy. And guys, I remember that following year, we we're talking about that and be like, yeah, I like was the first one. And they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no chance. Just go in slow motion. It took until this last summer to find out that Smitty actually started it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did you know I, that? I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that he threw the first punch. There may have been right. jawing going on. Yeah, whatever. But the actual first punch was thrown by Smitty. Yeah. I didn't know that until this last year. But Flick knew what he like. Oh yeah, game, it was calculated. Every game we played him, he was doing something. He knew what he was doing. We played did those you? all times a year. So. Uh, did you what? Did you see what happened between Herbie and Ted Dent? Did you look? Were you, what were like what? Because they almost went at it. Herbie started climbing the glass. I I I, just, I think I just some of the videos I've watched. Yeah. Commentary by you guys. I think I saw, but I remember guys maybe Ford or someone's like obviously if Herbie gets a hold of them. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I bet Herbie's. Know. I bet Herbie's hands are like yeah. twice the size of mine. Like I can't remember, but he would have just, just strung Ted Dent by the, yeah. uh, up by, you know, held him up just like this. Yeah. I think that's the one, the one uh, matchup we are going to win for sure. Uh, he's former Admirals forward and now an assistant coach in uh, the Quebec major league uh, in junior hockey league with the Charlottetown Islanders. He's Kevin Henderson. I got that right. Right, Kevin. Well, I just remember, like, I remember Lada getting into a fight, and all I remember is him seeing, like, he had his, all his clothes off, and, like, me <laughs> that year we were, like, mates, and I was like, what's going on over there, man? Like, he just, like, has no clothes on, and I'm like, okay, and then I was just looking at him in the box, and then next thing you know, like, there's an absolute carnage going on at, with Smitty and Flick. I'm like, holy smokes, like, everyone's getting on the ice, like, let's just get in the ice, and it was just... Uh, like I was on the bottom of a couple of piles, but it was just, I don't know. Like, and then, then I remember like squaring off having someone and just seeing like everyone on the ice. I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, just like, I've never been a part of anything like this in my life. And it all happened pretty fast. Of course you mentioned you were on the bottom of piles in that, in that skirmish. Oh, we, yeah. we've, we've talked with Van Gilder about this and, and others. And they say, what you do is you find the guy, you know, and you just kind of stand there. Right, but you, <laughs> but you got into the just, piles. You yeah, got into the well, piles. Like I was in there, I was in there pretty early. Like, and then guys are like flying over my head and stuff. They're coming in so fast that they're just smashing boards, like trying to grab people. Like, uh, yeah, like I was, I was at the bottom. Like, remember looking up at all the stuff happening above me, like in slow mo, like in like a war movie. Like you're caught on the bottom of the pile and you see all these people like just flying all over the place. It just yeah, just trying to get up, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was an, like, I show people that video all the time. Like, I can't believe that. And I'm like, I, neither can I. And I was on the ice. So right. when that, when that ends, you go to the, they, they kick everybody to the locker room. Um, when you're in the locker room, is adrenaline going? Are you guys coming down? Are you laughing? I mean, what do you, what's all going? I mean, are you laughing about Lada being undressed and getting through the whole thing? What? I think like, we're just doing it was like, there's, like a little bit of shock, like what just happened. And then it's also like, that was awesome. And then it's like, <laughs> screw those guys. And it's yeah. like, 
as soon as this whistle ends, like we're going to get them next game. Like it's like a whole mix of emotions, but uh, like we had a, I mean, we had a tough team. Like that was like Fordo Stortini. Yeah. Uh, Brody DuPont. DuPont, Lada. Like we had a, and I mean, Rockford's always been like the rivals. It's like, I mean, I didn't, I still to this day, very confused of what was going through Flick's mind to actually think to even attempt this. But I mean, that's, I I don't know what goes through his head. Here we, here we go. Yeah. It was on orders of his coach. Oh, okay. They supposed to get in Smitty's head and then Smitty actually threw the first punch. Uh, So So, Flick is just supposed to come down and and maybe come to the top of the jam. Yeah. And just jam. Just jam. But Smitty sees him coming. He's Smitty's getting a drink of water from the from his net, facing the glass, and he sees Flick coming in the reflection. The reflection of the glass. Like maybe Flick's gonna snow him or whatever, and Smitty's just like decides to turn around and pop him. And, <laughs> and, and, during a TV commercial timeout. Yes, yes. which, 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 and, and there again, like I've said, I'm so embarrassed by how I called this because I didn't see that it was a TV break and I never saw how it started and. Um, Doug Agnew, I think, is the only one we've talked to. Well, there's been a couple. Mules saw it, I guess. There's been a few yeah. people that saw how it started, but Aggie's the first one who told us all of this, and then Smitty right. has but since confirmed. Flick, so. Flick is the one who got the hammer from the NH or from the AHL, right? Yeah. He was the one that got in the most trouble, even though it was Smitty. And I do remember, like, uh, the AHL asked us, "Do we have any more video of this?" Ah, uh, you know, I'm sorry. We don't have any <laughs> more video. Like when you that. when you Google it and watch it, it's like we're at a commercial, but then you Sims, you start like screaming, like we're going, so it like goes right to the thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. That's that, and that's the feed, right? That's the yeah. yeah. They were they were recording everything from the from inside the building, and yeah, that yeah. was um, was that was something enough. else. Did you see? Uh, did you see Herbie go after Ted Dent? Oh, I. I didn't, but that wouldn't last very long. In my no, opinion. that would not be pretty. He is a monster. <laughs> and he's got hands that are about the size of a hockey glove. Yeah, he would be like, just like Kane in wrestling. Just pick him up and <laughs> him down. <laughs> he was a beast. Uh, and now playing in uh, Sweden, he's uh, John Blum. Uh, John, thanks for the time. Uh, it's great to see you, by the way. Yeah, when you play like Rockford 12 times a year, you just build that hatred. Um, I think I just I came off the ice. It was obviously the TV timeout, and I just came off a shift. So I sat down. I like took my gloves off, and I was sipping some water. And all of a sudden, like the guys on the ice, like I'm looking this way, and all of a sudden they're just taking off to the left. Right. And I didn't know what was going on. All of a sudden, like I already had my gloves off. I just threw my water bottle, stepped on the ice, and like the second period, like you're right next to their defenseman. And I ended up just grabbing, I think, I think it was their captain, maybe Stanton or something. At Brian, the time. Fahey? Brian Fahey. Fahey, yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we just jostled each other. But yeah, that was something memorable. You know, Michael Latta with, with no, that's a- nothing on, you know. <laughs> I just, he was here with me last year, and, and right. you know, we we we'd go out to dinner and we would tell the guys about it, and they just couldn't <laughs> believe it. So we'd have to pull it up on YouTube and <laughs> show them because this league is no fighting, and you know, there's Lada with no shoulder pads, no shirt, and just right, <laughs> nothing. It's just looking, yeah, looking Wait, to we, write some names down. We have the greatest yeah. picture of him looking. Everyone's paired up on the ice, but Lats is out there, not engaged with anyone, just looking for somebody, like it was some sort of street brawl. 
that was hilarious. That was his time, you know. (laughs) I like to ask, do you realize, I never realized it until the last year, who started the whole thing. Do you, do you realize who threw the first punch in the whole bit? Smitty, probably. Did you Smitty see did, yeah. I just knew he was talking smack and instigating <laughs> it, and, and that guy was that guy was tough, and he was probably not going to take it from Jeremy Smith, who's 160 pounds at the time, you know? And, <laughs> you know he, he probably knew, like, it's in the corner. He's got a good three or four seconds before anybody gets to him, you know? So <laughs> right. he, took, he took his swings in, but... Our guys got down there pretty fast. fast. You know, we Mueller, DuPont, those guys, they like went after guys and then the other guys built the wall so like no one else could get to those guys and then <laughs> yeah. they just turned. As, it was kind of like the 300, you know, and they just let the guys just outnumber <laughs> the guys, the initial guys, and then we just turned around and built the wall so no one could get there. <laughs> it, it, it was really, it was a lot different than like what you think of maybe when you think of like a, a, a Broad Street Bullies brawl maybe from the 70s or or 80s, right? It wasn't 20 20 on 20, just pounding away. There's only, realistically, there's probably only four or six guys fighting and everyone else is, yeah, you're like you say, you're you're paired up, you're jostling the guy, but neither of you really want to. Yeah, of course. Let's just keep this cool (laughs) here, right? Yeah. And then Herbie, Herbie at the time got in with their coach in the middle and yeah, it was good. I wish that would have happened. I I mean, I got to be honest. Herbie's a freaking... A giant guy. Oh my God. He's enormous. (laughs) Yeah. His hands. Like he could pick me up with his hands from my head. (laughs) So when that, when that ends and the ice is cleared and everybody, and you get to the locker room, what's the mood in the locker room? I think you're just like, oh yeah. You're laughing about it. Yeah. You're You're laughing or was it like, that's awesome. Let's keep going. Or yeah. You're like, did you see that? Like, that was sick. Like, did you see me like punching this guy or like, you know, (laughs) right. And Did what you see people, Mueller in there, like going at it, like it's just, you know. What do people say? It's to laugh serious when you're like, serious when you're out there. Oh, lots. I don't know. Just, just you look at. I don't it like, think. I don't think at the time, you kind of know what Lats was doing because, like, <laughs> you're kind of head on a swivel, like looking to see if anybody's gonna clock you from the right. side or whatever. And so if, at and the he, time, you don't know what Lats did. You know, but when you see it after on video, like after the game, you're like, holy shit, lads, like you're, <laughs> you're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is all the way from Russia. Uh, he's former Admirals forward Taylor Beck. Probably just a blur to me as much as it was to you guys. I remember, I think somebody scored. Maybe not, but then we, I looked down the ice and it was Rob Flick was starting it, and it was, it was after Smitty. A, it, was it, it was Smitty, timeout. right? Yeah, it was yeah, a TV was timeout. It was during a, a break on the ice. Yeah, TV timeout. Yeah, and, and then they started swinging at each other, and before I knew, benches were clearing, and like this is your this is your rookie, this is your rookie season, right? And, and uh, or, yeah, your rookie year, right? First full year, yeah. 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 What's going through your mind when this is happening? It's like you're, you're 20, 20, 21 years old. And all of a sudden the benches are clearing your buddies is is, flying in. Yeah. Right. Your buddy's skating around without a Jersey on. (laughs) Yeah. That was the best part to me is (laughs) (laughs) I look over and lots. I I think he had his shoulder pads on and that's it. Yeah. And I remember, (laughs) I remember asking him after I'm like, what the fuck were you doing (laughs) and he's like i remember he said well i looked out and the benches were clearing i had my jersey and elbow pads off because i just fought but i wasn't missing this one (laughs) 
And that's the funny part is that everybody sort of pairs up, right? Uh, but yeah. Lance is coming out of the box. He doesn't have anyone to pair up with. So it's just like straight out of slap shot, just walking around yeah. with just who's going to fight me type of Dancing thing. With uh, everybody. I, re- I remember he was going around at the end. Like, I swear it almost looks like he's going up and just like pump faking people. Like he's going to punch <laughs> them going, <laughs> going guy to guy, like whoever would go him. Yeah, right. Do you but remember yeah, that's, who you, that's do you remember who you, who you grabbed, who you danced with? I have no idea. There was yeah. it was a dog pile at that point. Yeah, it sure was. It sure well, was. Smitty, yeah. Smitty is on record as saying that he started it. There was some kindling in that he was being harassed the whole game, but Smitty is the one who threw and, the first punch, which I don't think anybody but Doug Agnew saw. Doug Doug Agnew is the only one who claims to have seen Smitty throw the first punch, which again, yeah. I, I'm this, I'm positive nobody else saw it that way the story i don't know if i believe smitty but i believe aggie with all my (laughs) right for sure the story is that uh uh that ted dent who was the coach at the time uh kept telling was telling flick hey go down and uh you know everybody right get get in the get in the head of smith and so smitty is just getting a thing of water sees flick gonna come and snow him in the reflection uh, of the glass. And sees, but sees him in the glass and just turns around with the blocker on and poof, poof, poof. and uh, that's how it all started. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, then, did you see Ian Herbers, who's a humongous individual, uh, did you see him start going after Ted? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, man. Like, I, I that would be great. I'd have loved to have seen that. Yeah. That was a great experience. <laughs> <laughs> So there you have it, the memories from 10 years ago, April 1st, 2012, the April Fool's Day Massacre, Milwaukee Admirals and Rockford Ice Hogs. Fun to hear those stories. It's fun. Uh, and again, some of these tales, they seem to grow as you get older, right? For sure. Um, I don't know, listening to those, I don't know how many of them actually have. I think I think it was that crazy to begin with that yeah. I don't know that you could go You can't ratchet further. it up anymore. And I, what I really enjoy is that every time we ask that question, because we did a lot of these on Zoom, maybe almost yeah. all of them, that, so we can see the guys. Yeah. And like as soon as we ask the question about that, they perk up. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. want to tell their There's story. And they, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then again, like I said, we said in the intro, that was a galvanizing thing for this team. Yeah. We were out of the playoffs at that point, and, I, and we ended up making the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, didn't we got swept in three games by Abbotsford? Yeah, but uh, uh, it was well, still. That's where the uh, that's about the time that that pesky ads moniker came sure into play is. as yeah, well. Sure so, is. Kevin, uh, I think Kevin Henderson is the one that uh, came up with that. Probably. I think it was. Uh, I, I believe that. Yeah, and I remember being at um, the, the Harley Davidson Museum. Uh, yeah, the, the, the motor bar, the bar, the bar. Yeah, uh, motor bar and restaurant, right? Yep. And. Uh, had that party and then we were giving away those pesky, pesky ads t-shirts. t-shirts. Hashtag pesky ads. <laughs> Don't say uh, that to Admiral's owner Harris Turr. He hates that. Yeah, he hates it. Well, it was uh, again. It was a. It was something that caught on with everybody, yep. and uh, and it was it was a fun it was a fun finish. Uh, unfortunately, as you said, a, a three game sweep in the first round against the Abbotsford Heat. Um, that'll do it. We'll wrap things up. We'll have another podcast for you coming up very soon. Thanks for listening to this Milwaukee Admirals podcast.